Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack, and today we're going to talk about the two types of job referrals that you can get and which one you should aim to work towards, because not all referrals are created equal. Now, this is actually a misconception that I see from a lot of people out there who start investing in the system that we talk about, right? And that system is essentially choosing your target companies, coming up with a list of contacts, and working to build relationships with those contacts so you can get referred in the door. But there's one nuance for those referrals that we really need to pay attention to. And it makes the difference between a referral that basically turns out to be a dead end and one that actually takes you all the way through to the offer. So these two types of referrals are advocates and one and dones. So starting with the one and dones, these are the trickiest types of referrals and situations to be in in your job search because everybody tells you that you need to be networking, that you need to be connecting with people, that referrals are the way you get in the door without applying online. And once you get them, you'll be set, you'll be into these interviews and you will be you know, off to the races for an offer. And that's not necessarily true if you have what I call a one and done referral. So a one and done referral is when you reach out to somebody and you say, you know, hey, can you refer me into this job? You know, I'm really excited about this role. And they say yes, right? So what they do at that point is they ask for your resume and they just pass it along. You know, either they submit it through a tool that the company has, or maybe they just send, you know, an email to the hiring manager. They send it to the recruiter, which is probably more likely than the hiring manager. And they just leave it at that, right? And then what happens is they tell you, hey, I referred you in, you get all excited. But then in most cases, you may not hear back. And why is that? And why don't you hear back when you got a referral? The reason is that the person who referred you in didn't really do anything to sell on your behalf, right? They didn't go to the hiring manager and say, hey, I've been talking to Austin for the last month and he has X, Y, and Z experience. And that's why he really needs to get in the door for an interview. I think he'd be a great fit here, right? And the reason they can't do that is because they honestly don't really know you. They don't know anything about your background. You haven't had too many interactions. So all they're doing is just kind of passing along your resume. And there is a benefit for them to do that, right? Most companies will pay a referral bonus. So they might be thinking, well, yeah, if I refer this person along and they get hired, I might get a few extra thousand bucks in my pocket. That sounds awesome. I don't really have anything to lose by just pressing forward on this email, right? And that's not the type of person who's really going to make a difference in our job search because there are other people who are getting referred in who have the other type of referral, which is an advocate. Now, an advocate is somebody who is really invested in us, right? It's somebody who knows our background, who knows our value, who knows what we bring to the, bring to the table, and they can articulate it to the hiring team. So this person is not just going to say, hey, pass, pass along your resume and I'll forward it to the hiring team. This person is going to take your resume and they're going to send an email to the hiring manager and they're going to write out a detailed review of who you are, what your interactions have been, what value you bring to the table, and how that aligns to the role. They're basically going to make it so the hiring manager would feel dumb to ignore your application, your resume, because this person is vouching for you and they're saying such good things about you, right? And then on top of that, they're not going to stop at the referral. They're actively going to coach you and mentor you through the interview process. They're going to give you some feedback. They're going to give you insights and they're going to be going to bat for you with everybody who's in that process, all the way down to the people who are going to be in the room where the final hiring decision is made, right? And advocates don't typically come from just the one and done email. 
it takes time to build the relationship up to a point where you have an advocate. And truthfully, you know, my recommendation is to reach out to 150 people. You're probably only going to get one or two or three advocates out of that. But that's all that you really need. Because when you have an advocate, when you have somebody who's willing to go to bat for you, that is going to drastically increase your chances of winning the job offer over everybody else who only has a one and done or who doesn't have a referral at all and is coming in cold, right? So the most important thing to understand here is that we're not just out to generate referrals. We are out to build advocates at these companies. And that way, when we get the referral, we know this person has invested us and they're going to go to bat for us. So how do we do that? Well, we do that by delaying our gratification a little bit. Instead of just sending that email and saying, you know, hey, you work at Microsoft and I want to work at Microsoft. Will you refer me in? Or even bringing it up in the first conversation, right? You may make the initial outreach about them. You may get them on the phone. You have the conversation. And then at the end, they say, you know, if there's anything I can do to help, just let me know. And then you come in and say, well, now that you've asked, you know, I'd really appreciate a referral, blah, blah, blah. We still probably aren't at that place of advocacy with this person. We've only emailed them once or twice. We just had one phone call with them, right? We need some more interactions. So what I want you to do is defer this gratification. I want you to push out that ask until you have a couple of touch points, three, four, five touch points under your belt. And I want these touch points to be adding value to the other person as we've talked about. And that could be using something like the advice triangle where you ask them for advice first, you take action on that advice, you report back to them and ask for more advice and you start to build that investment from them. Or it could be adding value in a different way, right? Warming them up on social media, showing up on their posts, leaving thoughtful comments, et cetera. This is what I want you to do. I want you to focus on them. I want you to invest in them for three, four, five touch points. And then you can feel more confident in asking for that referral, knowing that you have an advocate on the other end. And the biggest question I get about this is how do I know when to make that ask? You know, what criteria will I have met? You know, what boxes will I have checked? And at the end of the day, I think the best way for you to know is in your gut. When you are ready to make this ask about this referral, when this person is truly an advocate, you will know it deep down inside because it won't feel scary to make this ask anymore. This person, you'll have a relationship with them that is such that you won't feel awkward asking them for a referral because they are an advocate for you, because they are invested in you and you can feel that. So keep building that relationship, keep working towards that place where you know in your heart that this is an ask that you can make. And that's when you're gonna start getting referrals that not only turn into interviews, but also turn into job offers. So that's it for today. I hope this is helpful. If you're getting out there, you're reaching out to people, you're getting referrals, but they're not turning into interviews or you're not hearing back, or you're just not getting the results that you expected when you set out on this journey to focus on referrals instead of mainly applying online. So that's it for today. Thank you as always for listening. And we'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.